0: New on CuriosityStream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns. Reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new. Connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Experience all new connections with monthly annual and bundled plans. Find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com.
1: Or good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS strategy show. And I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to break down this nine game slate that we have ahead of us here tonight. Our single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy?
2: Yeah, not much of an assassin last night. I got assassinated I think it's the right
1: term uh yeah early games
2: went well we were all backwards on the late games though
1: yeah uh uh, yeah that's exactly kind of what happened is I was I was sitting comfortably maybe around 10 eastern or so and then you know I went through on a movie watched that checked some scores and then I saw everything going downhill and just went to bed did not have a good night last night you know I had a pretty good week up to this point so I mean one bad night's not really gonna Not really going to kill me, but just because you and I didn't do well doesn't mean that some other people didn't do well. Uh, Our chat uh, seemed to have a really good night last night. Uh, MP Goldberg uh, jumped in the chat uh, to drop the 20K, um, took first place in the $15 last night. Uh, Great stuff uh, from MP Goldberg taking down that 20K last night. Good job on that.
2: He's the Uh, only Islanders fan that I know. Like legitimately, I live in the tri-state area. I don't know any Islanders fans. He's like legitimately the only Islanders fan that might actually be real.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe you maybe you have to branch out and find some more Islanders fans. Maybe that's maybe that's your maybe that's <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> maybe that's your that that'll be your summer task. Is like uh, maybe assemble the the Islanders fans in New Jersey. Um, MP Goldberg could help you with that. Uh, M. skelet. Uh, had a good night as well, took down second in the $12 single entry. Uh, also tied for second uh, in the mini max as well. And then Diderot uh had a good night as well, finished second in the 20 max, the four dollar twenty max uh with pit one, Islanders two and Scott Mayfield. Pit one that Crosby empty net hat <laughs> trick uh that i mean that was the pivotal point of the entire slate um at that point you either had crosby or you were watching a movie <laughs> you it's know it I mean.
2: bounce too like it wasn't even like oh yeah bad turnover crosby had a clear path the empty net it was just a silly bounce anyway i mean that's hockey it, it's you hate
1: that it happens but it's in a way you're kind of glad that it happens because it shows just it is a random game at times, um, and you do have to get lucky at times to be successful. But that's enough uh, of last night's slate. Like I said, we do have a huge slate ahead uh, to talk about. Uh, if you guys could, in the chat, throw us a thumbs up, give us a like, give us a subscribe. It really helps us look good for our bosses. It uh, only costs you a couple finger clicks uh, and really helps us out. Click that bell. If you want to get alerts when we do go live on the air, we have lots of shows coming up through the rest of the day NFL, MMA, NBA, what have you. Uh, So if you want to get alerts for those shows, be sure to click the bell. Uh, And we have free premium tools and data up on the site today. We usually do almost every day, today being no exception. We have NBA player rankings, we have our NHL top stacks, and our UFC pro plays as well. So whether you're playing NBA, NHL, or UFC, We have some free premium tools and data up on Osmo.com to help you guys out. If I'm not mistaken, Josh's betting article uh, was posted this morning. And my uh, NHL, his UFC betting article, I should say. And my NHL uh, power play stacks column also went up this morning. And those are all free. So whether you want to bet some MMA or just check out some of my NHL plays for tonight, uh, head on over to Osmo.com. Lots of free stuff up on the site. All right. We got a nine game slate ahead of us tonight. There are a handful of teams on back to backs. The thing that really interests me about this slate is like the big four are on this one, right? McDavid, Matthews, McKinnon, Ovechkin. Those are generally speaking. Those are the core four guys that you can build around on any given night. Having all four of them on a slate is very interesting for ownership purposes. Not only for how it dilutes their ownership, because obviously you can only roster so many nine thousand dollar centers, but how it could dilute maybe the 16, 17, 18 thousand dollar uh lines on DraftKings and FanDuel because all of a sudden you know you're rostering Toronto, one Colorado, one Edmonton, one what have you, you can't fit in those not quite filler stacks, which is why. If you do look at our free NHL top stacks today, you'll see a bunch of the $10, 11 $12,000 lines all coming in, seven, eight, 10% owned. It's because there are so many uh, spots to choose from tonight, so many expensive spots. So, on a slate like this, where you're a single entry guy, I know there are a lot of different factors that you might consider, but how do you honestly pick between? Because all four places are relatively good spots, right? It's not like they're super tough matchups. I guess Calgary could count as a tough matchup. Maybe going into the Islanders the way they've been playing lately is a tough matchup, but you know, they're not facing Tampa Bay. They're not facing a fully healthy Vegas. It's nothing like that. So how do you go about if you're playing one lineup, just picking which of these stars, which of these star lines that you're going to, you're going to gravitate towards?
2: Well, the hardest part of that is deciding what you're going to do with Colorado one, because they're by far the most expensive line in the slate. So, what I like to do, I just, like, mess around with my lineups. I'll build with Colorado 1, see what I could fit in with them. And if something fits in too, obviously, I'll go check the top stacks and be like, oh, crap, they're the, the worst leverage spot in the night. But, you know, like, you have to make the Colorado 1 decision. So if you decide to fade them, then you, you have, like, okay, Toronto 1 is under 20K, under 19K. Uh, there, there really isn't, like, once you get past Colorado 1, The most expensive line in the night, I think, is Minnesota 1, honestly. So after that, like, you have more room to work with. Now, I think that's a general thought for a lot of people, and I think that's why we see, you know, Colorado 1 coming in only at 15% in the 4.3 total. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people are like, oh, if I fade them, I'll have more options to put two better lines together. So I think, you know, something you really have to consider on these slates is, Maybe I have to build with Colorado One and find one of these really lower owned like spots that has upside. But again, like I haven't started building it. Um, so maybe there isn't that that line there. So you you really once you get past Colorado One, then you have to consider Matthews and Marner. You have to consider Kucher off and point, you gotta consider Kaprasov and Hartman and Dry Sidal and McDavid and Aho and Teravine and, there's just, it's just the list goes on and on. So, honestly, from this is a great MME slate. And, you know, I don't feel bad for me because I've been doing it for so long. But if you're new to NHL DFS and you only build one lineup tonight, good luck because you're going to have to make some ridiculous cuts.
1: Yeah, it's, there's no way around it. It's, it's going to be a difficult night. If you're only building one, two, three lineups, something like that, it's going to be a tough night of cuts because you're going to be sitting there and you're going to be like, well, I don't have McDavid or Ovechkin in my lineup tonight, and when you when you have something like that, it, it never feels good. So, just yeah, one thing: just be aware of ownership um, with the with the secondary stacks. And as Josh said, just you kind of almost have to go with your with your gut, like what you what you uh, targeted as your best play, and just kind of go with it because you should get decent leverage on all the expensive lines. All right, that's enough uh, for looking ahead to the slate. Let's get to the actual games. We have Carolina with a three and a half implied goal total going into New Jersey. The Devils have a 2.6 implied goal total. I think Carolina is starting anti-Ronta. Um, he wasn't dressed for last night's game. They put in Jack LaFontaine as the backup. Sometimes teams do that just to give the backup goalie like a complete day off, like don't even bother showing up, uh, you know, to the dressing room or anything. So uh, Ronta against... John Gillies, I almost said Clark Gillies, RIP to Clark Gillies. uh, New York Islanders legend passed away last night. But John Gillies in net for New Jersey, that kind of changes things for me because I I think Gillies is a fair step down from Blackwood. Not that I think Mackenzie Blackwood is elite, but I think he's good. And going from good to bad is a difference in this NHL. Um, What do you think about this game, Josh?
2: Yeah, it's really interesting because Carolina played last night. They ran over the Rangers. Like the Rangers without Igor are a lottery team. It's kind of, it's kind of funny to see like the stark difference when give is starting to Igor. But like, Carolina is going to get overlooked tonight. There's like no other way around it because there's these massive stars with big totals, and you see it reflected in ownership right now. The top line for Carolina is coming in at one and a half, two percent. John Gillies is i don't even know if i want to call him an nhl goalie you know what i mean he, he's a career AHLer or so far so this is a really really good matchup and i think this is a really good spot to target in GPPs if you're building more than one line like <laughs> like in one line imagine you'd have to fade colorado toronto washington edmonton like all these spots just think the carolina like it it would take giant bolas you know to do that so But this is a really, really good spot, and there's some really, really good leverage on Carolina tonight in the top six. I think going to Nino, Trochek, Svechnikov are fine. Um, The Devils really haven't been great recently. Uh, They do still take a lot of penalties. Both teams take a lot of penalties, so this could be a special teams fest. So um, I I think there's some merit to going to Carolina 1 or Carolina 2 tonight based off ownership despite them playing back-to-back. On the road, they have a huge total. So I think, you know, Carolina 1-2 definitely in play. On the devil side, it's interesting. Like, they're getting not – they're not getting much ownership either. But their total is 2.6 at home. And it's not like that top line is free. You know what I mean? Like, they're, what, 10-5, 15-3 coming in at, like, 2%. In a pretty tough matchup, you know Ranta hasn't been great this season. I just don't know, like how much Devils I'm going to get to tonight in one to three. I, they're probably going to be a fade and MMA. If you want to play some of that Hughes line, I think that's fine. Like Hugheses look pretty good recently, especially with Brat and Sharon Govich, Their numbers together are good. If you want a little bit of Nico Hisher, Zaka Tatar. Like this just, just isn't a great matchup. So like, for their price, I think there's other lines around the price that I'd rather play.
1: Yeah, I. I kind of do like New Jersey one. I get what you're saying um, about price um, about the price is kind of an awkward price for them. I I agree with that. Um, The thing about New Jersey one is they're super high event. Like they're generating a lot of shot attempts, scoring chances, 82 shot attempts per 60 minutes, 41 scoring chances per 60 minutes at five on five. They are blowing the doors off the opposition. And if you look at Carolina one, they're very high pace as well. Like assuming um, the Hughes line, like the Hughes line isn't going to be matched up against Carolina one. Um, they're just going to see them from time to time. Um, they're going to see more of the second and third lines. But the Hughes line has just been super high event, regardless of the matchup. So I think the way I would attack this game is either I would. Take the Hughes line, Hughes, Sharon, Govich, and Brad, or I would take who the Hughes line is going up against, and that would be Carolina too. So, Trocek, Svechnikov, Niederrider. I think that's the way I'm approaching this game is that the Hughes line just likes to play so fast that, yeah, they could score two, three goals here today, but they could also give it up at the other end because they are, um, because they do give up so much going the other way. So, Hughes line, Trocek line, that's what I like out of this game. On the blue line, uh David Severson, PP1 for New Jersey. And we should also mention with no Ty Smith. Like, no Ty Smith and no uh Dougie Hamilton. I You got to think Severson plays a hefty amount of minutes here. So, I like him at 3,800. Anybody else in this game?
2: Not really. I mean, I guess you could play Tony D'Angelo in your Carolina stacks. Like, I know he had a really good game yesterday. And, oh, yeah, well, maybe we can run off him. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if I want to one-off Tony D'Angelo, but I, I think including him in your Carolina stacks is fine.
1: Yep. Um, want to get to a super chat? Thank you very much for the super chat, Sammy Telesco. Uh, Five dollars super chat. We appreciate that. Says I need a cheap, cheap need a cheap netminder for the slate. Um, I wrote up Mackenzie Blackwood this morning. That was before we got confirmation about John Gillies. I would say I would still go with John Gillies. Like, I don't really like him as a goalie, but when I look at the rest of the super cheap goalies, it's Vimelka going into New York or Primo going into Colorado. Like, there aren't really a lot of great uh, cheap goalie spots. I guess Vimelka could be fine. I'd rather just, you know, if John Gillies can face 40, 40 shots and give up three, something like that, I think that can work out just fine. So John Gillies is probably my super cheap netminder of the day.
2: James Reimer against Tampa, but like, there's always shot volume concerns with Tampa. I know that's they have I, like,
1: I hate playing goalies yeah. against Tampa.
2: So I, like, hmm.
1: like I think you're drawing to a shutout against Tampa. Literally, Thomas Grice,
2: maybe, but that's just horrifying as well. I like think, you're not. I don't
1: even think not, Grice is playing. They said Ned's on a back-to-back.
2: So I mean, like, you're not going to be comfortable with anybody. Like I played Dikembe Mountain Ball the other night, and that was just a. Ride and a half, but like uh, <laughs> if you want to play Primo, he's gonna get the 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 shot volume. He just you know he might let in seven, but that's the risk you that, play with the these problem. cheap guys.
1: That's the problem. It's like I don't know. Maybe Carolina hangs a six spot here tonight. I don't really see it, which is kind of why I'm I'm leaning towards Gillies. But just be aware, it's not a good night for a uh, super cheap goalies here. It's actually a night where I might see myself paying up at least going to the 7,500 7, range. All right, we got to get this moving along. Let's get to this next game. One of the chief goalies is in this game. Arizona, 2.0 implied goal total. They're going into New York to face the Rangers. Rangers have a 3.4 implied goal total. I really hope New York wins this game because they saved Igor Shosturkin for this start for whatever reason. Um, Jacob Chikrin's still not playing a whole lot of minutes since he's returned from his injury. Maybe he's not all the way back. I thought they'd be showcasing him for a trade by now, but they're really not. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's anything I want to play on the Arizona side. Do you see anything there with a 2.0 total going up against Shisterkin? on um, Road back-to-back, mind yeah. you?
2: Not not really. I, I, I want to get behind the Rangers like because I'm a Rangers fan. But, you know, they're so bad five-on-five. Five. They're reliant on scoring on the power play, and this is a really good power play spot. So I guess, you know, you can play Strome Panarin. You can play Mika Kreider just flat out power play stack. The problem is like they're again, it's a pricing thing. Do you, do you really want to be playing, you know, the Rangers who are terrible five on five on a back to back, or you want to play someone like Nashville one and who's a high event line going up against a team that's on a back to back on the road that just gave up five goals to the the stars who are just running hotter than the sun right now. But like, I don't know. Like, I, I think, you know, playing some Rangers does make some sense. In one to three, I just don't know if I'm going to get there. It's hard to just, despite how good of a matchup it is, it's just hard to trust them. Uh, so, I mean, if you want a power play stack, I think that is a way to go in MME. Um but other than that, like I, I'm just not super interested in this game besides maybe Igor. Igor. But again, like paying up 8,400 on DraftKings for Igor against a team with the two total, the shutout upsides there. But if he lets one in, I, I don't know if he's going to be on the GPP winning lineup.
1: That's the problem with Shusterkin, right? Is like you do need that shutout, um, really to hit value. It's kind of it's the reverse Reimer problem against Tampa Bay, it's like the shot. I mean it's the same problem, but for a different reason. It's that Tampa Bay scores way more goals than they than they do take shots relative to the rest of the league. So yeah, I'm not sure if I'm playing Shisturkin here either. The Arizona penalty kill is bad and they're taking a lot of time, uh, a lot of penalties. So I it's some sort of power play stack, I think, is the way you got to go with the Rangers here. Um you know whether it's the top line plus Fox or the second line plus Fox or just Kreider ad plus Fox or you know Strome Panarin ad and without Fox, like I think it's got to be a power play stack here with how bad the Arizona penalty kill is. Um, I was looking at, at at our ownership and our I, once again our top stacks are free up on the site today. The top line isn't really coming in with much ownership. We have them as nine percent top uh, top two stack like ten and a half percent. Ownership. That, I don't know. That seems perfectly reasonable to me uh, at home against Arizona, bad penalty kill. It's not like I think of a lot of the Rangers, but they do have a very good power play, as you've mentioned. So Rangers power play on the blue line. Um, I mean, Jacob Truba, 4,900 stood out immediately to me. Anybody else stand out to you?
2: Not really. I mean, Fox, obviously, if you're power play stacking, Truba is the one-off guy. On the... Like there's just I don't think there's anything on the Coyote side that I really want to play. Like even Mayo at 3K is too much for me. Like uh, I think I'm just gonna look elsewhere.
1: Uh yeah. Um. It's just yeah. It's just Trooper for me out of that game. I think. Let's get to this next game then. Oh baby, Ottawa 2.5 implied goal total going into Washington. The Caps have a 3.7 implied goal total. There's some interesting news here. Washington's going to be without a lot of defensemen. John Carlson's still out. Dmitry Orlov still suspended. Nick Jensen tried morning skate this morning, but left after like five minutes. He was injured in the last game. So it looks like he's out as well. Um, Connor Sheary back. He'll be on the third line with Lars Eller. That's three regular defensemen missing for Washington, including their best defenseman. And, I know we talk about how good they are defensively, and they are. I wonder how much of that is not lost, considering you're missing Orlov, Carlson, and Jensen. Like those, like I said, those are three regular defensemen out of the lineup. Are we going? Do you have any interest in Ottawa here, Josh? What do you think about this game? This is
2: the thing. Is like. Ottawa sucks (laughs) like there's like like, I don't know how else to describe it like the Kachuk Norris-Batherson line is going to be fairly popular I'd imagine and they're so reliant on their shooting
1: percentage. Top Stacks isn't coming in that high coming in at 5% ownership.
2: I don't think that's that bad. Yeah I, I just they're just so reliant.
0: Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage?
3: Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit slash play 100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at pricepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
2: On how good they've been shooting recently. Their numbers 5 on 5 are not good. It's just, it's hard for me to get behind a line five on five that has those numbers. It's like the same problem I have with the Capitals stacking them five on five. They're just not good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you just, you play the Capitals because Ovechkin is left wide open on the power play all game. (laughs) He has a ridiculous projection today, I might add. And he's not like 9,700. He's 8,500. Um It's just, I look, this is gonna, everyone's gonna roast me for this Homer ish take. But I I don't mind going to like Forment and Stutzula just because they're, they're, they're cheap. Uh, They're cheap two man. They've been good together. Um, I I really don't know how the Capitals are gonna match up with, you know, all these defensemen out and Sheary back. Like, I would imagine Eller McMichael go out against Norris, Kachuk. Like, I just don't know. So, Maybe some format in Stutzla, but not super interested in the Senators today. Uh, on the Capital side, it's a power play stack for me. Um, you know, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Backstrom, or something like that. I think you know because you see the ownership on the Capitals top line. I think you know getting away from some of that top line and mixing in some of the power play guys on the second line is the way to go. You know, doing Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, Backstrom, or Ovechkin, Backstrom, Wilson. I don't even, I think, you know, Schultz is still the guy on the power play. I think you can mix him in at 3,200 easily. So I, I think, you know, mixing and matching on the power play is the way I always go with with the Capitals, and I think that's the way to do it today. And I think, you know, getting away from some of these, you know, if you want to leave Kuznetsov off and go like Ovechkin, Backstrom, Wilson, Schultz, I think that's a way to get a bit different to get some lower ownership.
1: I want to touch on what you mentioned with uh, Ottawa with their numbers the top line numbers real quick because it is a good point 40 since the start of December so we're looking at 150 minutes together over the last seven or seven weeks or so 46% of the shot attempts and 49% of the expected goals they're underwater as a top line. The thing is, is that they're generating 2.8 expected goals and nearly 30 scoring chances per 60 minutes. That's the thing with this Ottawa top line is, yeah, they're not very good defensively, but yes, they can generate offensively. So that's why, like, I think I might get to some Ottawa here tonight, man, is they're coming in with good leverage. Um, Like I said, half the Washington defense court is missing and they do generate a lot of offense for as bad as they are defensively. So like one to three, I don't think you have to play him in my twenty max. I will probably have something like fifteen percent Ottawa one. I think here tonight, but it's obviously Washington and Ovechkin. That is the story of this game because Ottawa's penalty kill, like it's fine, but it's not great. And a great penalty. And we mentioned on the last show how much Nicholas Backstrom means to that power play. And getting him back is a huge hotel too. Yeah, forty six
2: hundred.
1: Yeah. It's a huge, huge help, too, uh, for that Washington power play. So some sort of Washington power play stack is fine. Uh, just using uh, Kuznetsov and Ovechkin with uh, Joltz, Justin Schultz on the blue line is fine. Uh, just like a two-man Schultz-Ovechkin, I think, is just fine as well. So that's where I am, some sort of Washington power play usage along with Ottawa 1. On the blue line, like I mentioned, Justin Schultz, I think, is the guy for Washington – uh trevor van Reemsdyke has been getting like washington does that thing where ovechkin plays both power play units and trevor van Reemsdyke has been getting some secondary power play minutes uh, i think that's a decent pivot away from what should be a popular schultz what do you think here josh
2: yeah i agree i'm either schultz or uh tvr and then uh on the ottawa side shout out fanduel for making uh scratched michael delzato 6100 today <laughs> insane but uh I'm on the zoo again at 2,700. I think he's a fine punt. Um, Chabot is a very interesting play at 5,500. I think he's been he's been doing a lot with his minutes recently, peripheral wise. Jacob Bernard Docker min price I think is fine as well.
1: Uh, yep, I agree with all that. Let's move this along. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there. With an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95, this includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our top stacks, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Stop guessing. Start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. All right, Uh, let's get to this next game and this is going to be one of the more important games on this slate Uh, Montreal 2.2 implied goal total going into Colorado the abs have a 4.3 implied goal total, I haven't checked the odds lately but I think this is another one of those minus 500 favorite games uh, from Colorado. I wrote up Nathan McKinnon in the Power Place article this morning. I, I, I wanted to highlight the fact that there are a lot of super expensive options on this slate and that you're going to have to make some tough choices. I think McKinnon, you know, I don't play cash games. I think McKinnon makes a lot of sense as a cash game center here tonight. That's why I wrote him up. What do you think about this game from a tournament per- tournament perspective?
2: Like I talked about in the beginning, you're going to have to make a choice if you're if you're making a limited amount of lineups. You either play Colorado, or you don't. In MME, you just play them, and whatever percentage you get, you get. You know, well, obviously, you just don't hit. You know, unless you're Jake. You know, he just hits optimize, upload, and he prints. But like for the normal for the normal MME player, you're going to have to make a decision on your allotment on Colorado one and one to three. You're honestly going to have to make a choice, especially one lineup. You either play him or you don't. And you have to be comfortable with, you know, the secondary lineup because they're over 24K. So, like, the second line you're going to put with them is not going to be a top line. It may not even be a second line. You're going to have to pick some guys off a of third line maybe. So you're going to have to be comfortable with it. But the thing is, like, they have a 4.3 total. They're the highest leverage spot on the night, according to our top stacks tools. They're the number one top two stack in our top stacks tool. So, you know, the stars lining up. The problem is they've been really bad from a production standpoint the last few games, but maybe Caden Primo is the answer to those those problems. Just I don't know what I'm going to do because there's so many good lines from 17 to 20,000 tonight that it's like I as I talk about it, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like because in theory, this is the best spot of the night. Now, you showed me, you showed us last night that the the new Montreal top lines to Foley Suzuki Arturi Lekkinen. My God, I wish this was a different game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Woo. You still think you can play them here tonight? Just because they're so cheap, they're like 11 2 to full stack. Lekanen with line mates is kind of like the Fiala mythical creature with line mates type deal. I just, this is, I don't know if this is the spot I'm saving it for another day. And I think I'm going to play Colorado one just because there's so much leverage on them. I'll find something that I like with them. Um, I like, I'm hoping maybe Suzuki to fully see some time against Colorado two. I wish they were seeing Colorado two. I wish this game was a Mont in Montreal Because they saw Colorado too, I'd love the Montreal top line tonight. But for me, I think this is just about Colorado 1.
1: So we talk about Arturi Lekanen. He's been Montreal's best winger this year, and honestly, it's not close. And I don't think a lot of people really realize that. I'm looking at evolvinghockey.com, which is one of the advanced stats websites that I like uh, to peruse and visit. His expected goal differential uh, impact is three times greater than the next closest Montreal forward this year. Now you could say that's because Montreal has been absolutely awful all season long and you would be right. But that also goes to, that also speaks to just how good Lekkanen has been this year. Like in this the thing that's changed this year for him is that he's been better offensively. That's always been the knock against him. He's always been a very, very good defensive winger. He's just never been able to bring it offensively. And he's starting to bring it a little bit this year. I kind of like that Montreal top line as one of those filler lines. Like I mentioned earlier, if you look at our top stacks, and you know, they are free up on the site today. So anybody watching this can go and check it out. Go look at the leverage, Washington two, minus five and a half percent. Tampa Bay 2 in the negatives. Uh, New Jersey 2 in the negatives. San Jose 2 in the minus 5%, minus 6%, sorry. Nashville 2, minus 5%. It's because these are all the filler lines people are looking for to jam in with Washington, with Toronto, with Edmonton, with whatever. I mean, if you're playing 150, I think it makes sense to have a little bit of that Montreal top line. Like, you don't need a lot. You just need three or four lineups out of your 150 to get over the field. I'm probably going to have one in my 20 max. So Montreal one call. I mean, I love Colorado one. I think that should go without saying they're my favorite line on the whole night, but our favorite line in this game, sorry. Uh, but Colorado one Montreal one. I also like Colorado two here. It's just, they're coming in a little bit over owned and I'm wondering where I would, pa- where I would pair them. It's like, you know, Nashville one or maybe Minnesota one or something like that. So um, the Colorado two numbers have gotten better of late. Um, basically since the cal- calendar turns to 2022. So, I think either of the top two lines are fine, but it's Colorado one, Montreal one for me most out of this game. On the blue line, I mean, I guess it's Chris Weidman if you're playing Montreal to correlate, but like, holy, I don't want to play Chris Weidman. I mean, uh, Taves and McCarr obviously uh, makes sense for Colorado. Does anybody stick out here?
2: David Savard's price has come down to 3,100. He's been blocking a ton of shots, so Something I like to do, I've talked about it in my one lineup, if I'm going like a standard 4 through one build and I'm going to – for if I need a cheap goal and I'm using Primo, I like to have a shot-blocking defenseman to pair with my, with my goalie. So Savard in that sense would make some sense.
1: Yep. All right. Let's move this along. Toronto, 3.1 implied goal total. Going into New York, the Islanders have a 2.4 implied goal total. Um, this is one of those rescheduled games, I believe, that was supposed to be in Toronto. Now it's back. In New York. Um, I wonder, we mentioned earlier uh, the passing of Clark Gillies. He was like, uh, he was a New York Islanders legend. Um, I'm sure there was going to be some sort of pregame ceremony for him. Um, we'd never know how those delays or, or whatever are, are going to affect the teams. It's just something I want to mention. Uh, I wrote up Michael Bunting this morning in the Power Place article. Um, I think him and Matthews might make a good two-man. But obviously, there's somebody that joined uh, the New York Islanders top line last night that deserves, I would say, at least 20 to 25 minutes of discussion here on the show. But unfortunately, we're going to have to limit it to like 30 seconds. What do you like here, Josh?
2: Yeah, I'm going to take my four minutes on this game to talk about Austin Cizarnik. <laughs> now, like he, he's still Min Price. Like, I hope he sticks up there and gets a good run because that that that's going to be an interesting line going forward. Um. Like, the Leafs' total feels low to me. The Islanders aren't a very good defensive team. They're on a back-to-back. The prices on Tavares-Nylander have come down. I think they're in play for sure. Uh, you want to play Matthews, Bunting, Marner. M- Marner's price is kind of where it should be. I-, I don't know what Marner should be priced. Like, when he's up in the high sevens, it makes no sense because it- he doesn't really shoot the puck too much, especially on the power play, even though he scored a power play goal. That might be been his first power play goal in a few seasons. But uh, Bunting, you know, with Matthews, they have really good numbers together. He's 3,800. Marner being priced down. That line is – what are they? They're, they're 18-9, which is probably the lowest that iteration of that line has been all season. Yeah. And they're getting a good matchup. Like the but Islanders just are not a good them. team. Yeah. So, yeah. This is Toronto one game for me, I, I think um, – I imagine their ownerships going to come up during the day, but this is one of my favorite spots. I think you know their ownerships a little bit depressed because of that three point one total. I'd imagine that also comes up during the day. Like this being a five and a half total feels low. Uh, I think it should be a six despite the owners being bad. So Toronto one for me. You want to go to Toronto two? That's fine, but if the leverage is there on Toronto one, I'd rather play Toronto one. And uh, yeah, the Islanders top line you have to at least consider going back to an MME just because they see the bottom the bottom six of the opposing uh, the opposing team and Cearna can mid price makes that you know that line um, you know 137. you can use them as a filler. Um, to get in some more expensive lines they're coming in with almost no ownership right now it is a small total at home but they are going to get some good matchups and I think you can go back
1: yeah it's it's both top lines for me out of this game. Um, they do use Barzal Lee um, often against the bottom six. Not like there's great matchups all over the place on Toronto, but obviously I'd rather face the bottom six than the top six. So it's that top line for me. Austin Zarnik. Two things about him: one, he's a good defensive winger, um, and two, he's very proficient with shot assists. Shot assists are, are a stat that's tracked that it's just passes in the offensive zone that lead to shots. Um, He's inside the 80th percentile of the league for his career. Um, He can pass. He's a decent playmaker and he's good defensively. I think that line should be just fine. Um, So Islanders one, it's Toronto one that I really like out of this game though. Like you talk about ownership and how it might come up. Like we have the Rangers one, Colorado one and Washington one are going to be 50% owned combined. Like just those three lines. I could kind of see that Toronto top line being like six, seven, 8%. As a three man unit, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, Matthews will be like 16 or 17 percent or something like that, but I could see a three man being single digits for sure. So, Toronto won, Islanders won for me on the blue line. <laughs> they had no Jake Muzzin in their last game, and they just refused to play anybody else but Brody and Riley. Like, those guys are going to play hefty, hefty minutes here tonight. Uh, Rasmus Sandin's going to get some PP too, but I mean, I guess other than Brody and Riley, there's really nothing for me on the Toronto side. Islander side, I mean, I guess Pellick is a guy that I'm kind of always interested in. He's down to 2,800, you know, shot block bonus and all that. Him and Mayfield, I have interest. What do you like?
2: Yeah, I agree. Top pair for the Islanders, both under 3K now, which is weird. The price went down after Mayfield had a big game yesterday. Price went down. So I think either of those guys are fine. Um, And then I guess no adoption if you want to correlate with Islanders one, if you're doing that in MME, but that's about it.
1: All right. Uh, We have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest. And we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. And that can be used to enter any Yahoo! contest, including tonight's NHL $2,000 Saturday Baller and our NFL $5,000 single entry Osmo exclusive. That features a top prize of $1,000 and a free year of Osmo Plus Platinum. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo! to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right, we got about 15 minutes left. We got about four games to get through. No problem at all. Detroit, 2.2 implied goal total. They're going into Nashville. The Predators have a 3.3 implied goal total. I wrote up both uh, the Nashville top line as a stack to use and Roman Yossi uh, as a defenseman. In fact, earlier in the show, we talked about the core four forwards that were on this slate. And our YouTube chat said, no, 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 no. It's a core five tonight. It's the four forwards plus Roman Yossi. And I can't really disagree with that. Um, What do you like in this game, Josh?
2: Yeah. uh, Nashville's price came way down. (laughs) Uh, Okay. They are 16-4. 16-4, 16-4, they're getting uh, Detroit back-to-back on the road. Apparently, Nedeljkovic is going back-to-back after giving up five goals.
1: Yeah, they said – it's not confirmed, but they said after the game, it's probably going to be Ned because I think Grice is in COVID protocols, and they don't want to throw in an AHL goalie because they're in the thick of a playoff race right now.
2: Thick of the playoff race and put Vlasovic I mean, on the top line. Come on, Vlat- yeah. So, <laughs> can I can I just take a minute to complain about Blasto?
1: You can do whatever you want, man.
2: Two, two minutes into the game yesterday, the Stars take a penalty. Two minutes into the game. I don't think, you, I don't think the top line has taken a shift yet. They take a penalty. Blastell sends out the second unit for 90 seconds on the power play. What are you doing? Anyway, <laughs> back to Nashville. 16, what did I say? 16-4. 16-4, yeah. With positive leverage against the Larkin line. With against a back-to-back goalie on the road, like this is like I don't want to sound like I just love Nashville every night, but I love Nashville every night. And this is this is a really really good spot. They're cheaper. They're fully correlated. They're a very good line. The price drop lets you fit in Yosi more comfortably. Like this is this is a really good spot for Nashville and Yosi. Don't even mind Nashville, two tonight. Um, not so much Ryan Johansson, but he is under 4K, which is manageable. But Tolvin and Cunning two-man at 6,200, let you get in some, some you know, spicy things into your lineup. And they've actually been good. Like, I've been a Cunning hater. I've been on that train for a while. But he's been pretty good this season, so I don't mind going there. Um just not much on the Detroit two side. We got the King bacon pie Detroit Two bark last night and he, they did work, but he doesn't seem too interested in Detroit tonight as he turns and walks away. So <laughs> oh, man. <for> me.
1: <laughs> oh man, I was really waiting for that. I was kind of interested in Detroit two here tonight. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about going back to the Detroit two. Well, um, The reason being, like we said, I think Tyler Bertuzzi really changes things on that line. And they're going to avoid the Nashville top line for the most part. Um, It's just, you know, and and they do have two guys on the top power play unit. And Nashville's penalty kill, as we've mentioned, not only falling off the table, but they're still taking a fair amount of penalties. So, I think I might be going, like, at the very least, Detroit 2 is going to be in my consideration for a filler stack here tonight. Peace, Suter, Robbie Fabry, Tyler Bertuzzi.
3: Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepickscom play100 and use code PLAY100. That's code PLAY100 at pricepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Daily fantasy sports made easy. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They've had
1: uh, 65% shot share, I believe, in their small sample together, and they're going to be getting some secondary matchups from Nashville. I don't mind Detroit 2 as a filler here, but it is a Nashville 1 game for me. I completely agree with you. Um, they're up to like 3.4 uh, goals per 60 minutes, and that's over an entire season so far. Like, they've just really been blowing the doors off the opposition and I was really worried about their ownership when I was going through this game last night because they are so reasonably priced, but with all those expensive spots, like you can't play Nashville one and Edmonton power play. You can't play Nashville one and Washington power play. You can't play, you know what I mean? So yeah, I do like Nashville one here tonight. Um, also maybe some Detroit too. I'm going to have to think a little bit more on that looking in goal. A Ned on a back-to-back, like, I know we don't like playing goalies on back-to-back, but it's not as if every goalie loses every back-to-back. And I got to think Ned comes in with pretty low ownership here, and I think he's a good goalie regardless. Kind of like Ned here. What do you think, Josh?
2: Yeah, you just got to get the bad taste out of your mouth from yesterday if you used them. I mean,
1: that third goal... Yeah. Like the shot from the below the circle where it like what well, kind of went under his arm and right to the back of the net, like didn't even flutter off anything or I was like, Oh my God. Or no, went under his pad. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh my God. That was awful. But anyways yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the guy I might play tonight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> on the flip side, you got Yos or UC Saros at AK, who's going to be probably the most popular going on the slate. So, you know, Ned definitely makes some sense from you. D- you would expect Nashville to get some shots on him more than the Dallas stars do because, Dallas Stars are just – I don't understand how they keep winning games.
1: Yeah, they don't take a ton of shots. They just score a ton of goals.
2: (laughs) It's like the the Stars of the past three seasons, that they average like 19 shots a game but score six goals a game. They're they're the mythical creature of the NHL.
1: Yeah, uh, they're doing their thing, that's for sure. Uh, All right, let's get to this next game. Chicago going into Minnesota. The Chicago Blackhawks have a a two-and-a-half implied goal total. Minnesota Wild have a a three-and-a-half implied goal total. Um, Brian Herman almost came through with the hat-trick pick for me yesterday. Didn't do too bad with a couple goals. Um, And noticed he's skating power play too. Um, He's broken up from the top line. That's interesting here because that makes uh, some very cheap Minnesota players incredibly valuable here tonight. Because Matthew Boldy, Kalen Addison, both top power play unit, both very cheap. Chicago with a god-awful penalty kill. I think, you you know, Joel Erickson-Eck is the center on the top power play unit. I think he can do some pretty interesting things here with the Minnesota lineup. There's a lot I like from Minnesota here. What do you like, Josh?
2: Yeah, now, you know, this is a home and home, so now Minnesota's home. So you're going to see the checking line, Joel Erickson-Eck, Foligno, um, Greenway go out against Strom, Kane, Hagel, if that's the line. Chicago mixed up their lines. God knows what they're going to do. So... Whatever. But, you know, you know, Joe next is going to get out there against the top comp. He's 4,500. Top power play. I think he makes a really good one off. You want to pair him with Felino? I think that's fine. I think you can stack that top line. Going back to that top line, I think it's fine. I think if the game was closer yesterday, you'd see that uh, Kaprizov, Hartman, Zuccarello get another goal, but they were just winning like, what was it, like 5 nothing. Yeah, they went five nothing before the third period, something like that. So they're they're, yeah, kind of, it was
1: five nothing at like halfway through the second. Yeah, or something. so
2: they just yeah. kind of you know took their feet off the gas because they knew they're playing again. I think you can go back to them. Uh, Hartman being off that top power play does make it a little bit downgraded. and they're the most expensive line in the slate besides Colorado one. So I think you know going to the Boldy Fiala Gaudreau line or even that checking line makes some sense. Um, I don't even, you know, I I think going like Joe Erickson-Eck, uh, Kalen Addison is a real interesting way to get different in this game. Um, I just really like Erickson-Eck at the price because, you know, he's going to get a little bit of a minutes bump getting those top comp matchups. So I, I think that's where I'm going to go on the Minnesota side. On the Hawks side, like, again, I can't full stack anything. Who knows what they're going to do with their lines. I, I just don't think I'm going to get to any Hawks
1: yeah i the two the two ways i would go about this game it's either minnesota one or minnesota power play uh it'd be minnesota one because they are coming in with such good leverage and you know hartman pp2 does kind of suck but this is a great five on five line still so that doesn't really bother me and it's not like hartman can't do anything on the second power play unit either this is a very bad penalty kill they're going up against uh so it would be the minnesota top line or some sort of mix like Kaprazov, Zuccarello, Boldy, um, Kaprazov, Zuccarello, Addison, um, something like that, um, for to take advantage of that weak Chicago penalty kill. Also, Marc Andre Fleury, if I'm not mistaken, played last night. I don't, is Lank, I don't even know who the backup still is. Is it first, Lankin?
2: Fleury got yanked yesterday and then Lankin came in. So, yeah,
1: and Lankin, Lankin, probably going to start this game, I imagine, unless they go right back to Fleury, but it doesn't even really matter at this point. Um, Minnesota one, Minnesota power play. Chicago, I don't know if I can get on board with Chicago. If I could, it would be the Taves line, but they mixed up the Taves line last night because I I suspect that uh, Erickson Eck will be matched up against Patrick Kane. Um, and then that would leave Taves against, you know, Taves and Debrinkat against um, some secondary. But I don't even know if that's going to be the line because Ryan Carpenter was moved up there. So we're not going to find out about that until maybe Coach... Uh, like coach speak here in like three or four hours. So for now, Minnesota one, Minnesota power play on the blue line, still love Kaelin Addison uh, for, uh, for Minnesota. They've been nuking Matt Dumba's minutes and I think correctly. So I'm not sure I'd even want to pay 5,100 for him. I think I just want to be super cheap here and do like Addison or Goligoski or something like that. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I agree. And then on the Hawk side, There just isn't anything there. I think they moved Seth Jones off the top power play at times yesterday, too. So, like, no thanks, Hawks. No thanks.
1: All right. We have an Osmo Hall of Fame here at Osmo.com where we like to celebrate all our winners. If you'd like to get in the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you can do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants. And then you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account. You'll see uh, Derek Grinton uh, took down 25K second place in the 20 max uh, NFL. Uh, you'll see 10K from Lockbriar uh, playing some NFL showdown. But then you'll see $600 from Hoops Data. You don't have to win tens of thousands of dollars to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame. Just top three in a contest with at least 5,000 contestants and then tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account. You can even, you can even be like Baluganad. Or you can even be like Bill Dozer, uh, who took down uh, the hit check for four hundred dollars. He's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> the other day. Just send tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account on Twitter. You can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. All right, we got five minutes left to get through these games. Coming up after us is the NFL betting show with McCarthy and Ben, and then your NFL first look, deeper dive, and live before lock. All coming up after that. That's three and a half hours of NFL coming up after us. And then after that is your MMA live before lock and your NBA double dose of deeper dive in live before lock as well. NFL, MMA, NBA coming your way for hours and hours after we're done. All right, let's get to these final two games. Calgary 3.1 implied goal total going into Edmonton. The Oilers have a 3.0 implied goal total. I'm going to be honest. I was looking at some of Edmonton's numbers. Their recent skid it's all goalie-related. It's all goalie-related. Their five-on-five five numbers actually aren't bad. Some of them are good. It's just – I should say it's all goalie. It's their goalie and their penalty kill. And when your goalie's bad and your penalty kill is bad, it can make your team look real, real bad. It doesn't matter what else is going on. So, for that reason, I wrote up Elias Lindholm in the Power Plays article. I like Calgary 1, the Calgary Power Play here tonight. What do you like, Josh? I, I really
2: like them. I... Like <laughs> – I understand what you're saying about it being goal-related, and it definitely is, but, like, if you put Brandon Perlini and Kyler Yamamoto with Connor McDavid for an extended period of time, like, how has McDavid asked for a trade yet? Which they
1: are again today, by the way. That was the line at, War- at Morning Skate this morning.
2: Yeah, and they're going to get the Calgary 1 matchup. Like, it's just a good matchup for Calgary. Like, at best, that line's going to be high event both ways. Now, I understand I, – I see the ownership on Calgary, and the second line is, is coming in more popular, and I get it because they're cheap, they're a filler, and they're going to get dry-saddle, Fogel, Pui, So, yeah, I get going to that second line, but this this is about Calgary one for me, fully correlated on the power play. Edmonton's penalty kill has been bad. Their goalies have been awful. It kind of reminds me of Seattle. Um, if, if you took McDavid off the Oilers right now, they're a worse team than Seattle.
1: I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, you take so, either McDavid or dry yeah. say, yeah.
2: yeah. So this is a Calgary one game for me. Uh, you don't, <laughs> I trashed Rasmus Anderson for not shooting the last time. And what did he do? First goal of the game, Rasmus Anderson on the power play, but that was his first goal of the season. I guess you could put him in if you want, but I'm all about Calgary one on the Edmonton side. Like these lines are just brutal. So again, like maybe McDavid Yamamoto is fine, but like, I, Again, it's just hard to pay eighty seven hundred for McDavid when he has those line mates. When when you know Ovechkin's cheaper. When when Colorado one is in those matchups. When you have Matthews at eighty eight hundred and a good matchup. So I think in MME it's it's Edmonton power play for me. But I'd rather much rather play those other lines than than Edmonton tonight.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to fault anybody for playing Edmonton. It's just the Calgary top line that's drawing me here tonight. Number one, it's the leverage. They're one of our best leverage lines on the entire slate. Number two, it's that bad Edmonton penalty kill. You know, you can fit in your Calgary. Uh, you can fit in Calgary with like, you know, Toronto one or New Jersey, Carolina, Nashville, what have you, um, San Jose even. So there's lots of options for that Calgary top line in a good power play matchup. So Calgary one for me. Um on the Edmonton side, like, you have to go uh, Edmonton power play or something like that, but I honestly think I'm fading Edmonton in this game. On the blue line, it's Darnell Nurse for me. They're starting to give him more power play minutes. Thank the Lord they're doing that. God, just get Tyson Barry off this team. Um, so, Darnell Nurse I like. Anybody else?
2: Yeah, that's about it. Uh, if you want to correlate overpriced Keith Yandel in your lineup, sure. Go ahead. But, I, you know, not a big fan of Barry. Uh, it's all about Nurse for me.
1: All right. Um, Just want to give a special shout-out before we get out of here to Yahoo Fantasy. Let's get to this last game. Tampa Bay, 3.4 implied goal total going into San Jose. The Sharks have a 2.6 total. Uh, Tampa Bay lost last night. Andre Vasilevsky got blown up last night. Um, Anthony Sorelli was moved to the top line uh, for two full periods last night, the second and the third period. So he could be playing with Point Kucherov. I hope we get some confirmation about that. Um, because that can make a big, big difference uh, for t- for that game tonight. I like San Jose 2 in that game uh, right now. What do you like, Josh?
2: Yeah, I do like San Jose 2. Like, the price on Dolan and Gregor is just too cheap. Like, they're, what, 55? They're almost, they're 10-2 to full stack, and they're going to get the Stamkos matchup, which is a good one. It's not Vasilevsky. It's Brian Elliott. So I, I do really like San Jose 2 as a filler. Um, not super thrilled about uh, San Jose won with the price and Bar- Barabanov there. It's a tough matchup, especially if Sorelli's on that top line. Also, you know, the price on, San Jose, or on Tampa 1 is reasonable. So I think going back to Tampa 1 here, if, especially if Sorelli's there, makes some sense.
1: Yeah, it's just unfortunate. It's the last, very last game of the slate. If we don't get any confirmation early, we're not going to get any confirmation until warm-up. So just keep an eye out for that. All right, that'll do it for us here today. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat-trick picks and your goalies. My hat trick pick for today is Maddie Duchesne from Nashville. And my goalies are anti-Ranta, John Gillies, Alex Nadalkovich. Who you got?
2: I like you, Cesaros. He's just, you know, he needs a shutout, I think. Um, like, goalie's just a mess. It, it's bad today. Yeah. I mean, like, I want to get behind, so, like, Igor is fine. But, like, Igor, I don't know. Like, he, he needs a shutout. Gillies makes some sense. Uh Hat-trick pick is going to be Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau
1: from Josh, one hat-trick pick. Maddie Duchesne for me, your other hat-trick pick. That'll do it for us here today. Uh, I think we're back on Monday as uh, the schedule really starts to ramp up. So we will be back on Monday afternoon. Uh, I believe it'll be Josh and Jake. But for producer Tyler, for Mr. Harris, for Michael Clifford, we're all here saying good luck tonight, everybody. We'll see you next week